Now, Lord, unveil to us your word. Lift us on high. May this moment be about you, never me. May the words that I speak, oh God, bring you praise and never, never shame. Enlighten our minds, make them holy. Give us strength of limb, oh God. Touch our hearts. We might be responsive to the needs of your hurting world. And at the end of the day, we can say we made the world better. In your holy name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. The sermon for this blessed morning, a plan for God's people. A plan for God's people. God has a plan for our kingdom. But you know, everybody else seems to want to give their plan and forget God's plan from time to time. In the text, Herod was the super supreme ruler. He had a plan for people. He thought they were his people, a plan that included an autocratic way of living. I'll tell you what to do. I tax you. My warriors, my, my soldiers control you. I am the supreme being by the authority of the Roman government. When he heard about this Jesus, this symbol, this holy one that has been foretold for centuries, had been heard about, when he believes and hears that this child has been born under the pretext of wanting to honor the child, he sends three lesser kings, the Magi, sends them to find Jesus and says, you find him, I want to praise him. But the Magi wanted to do God's will, not the will of an earthly uh, leader or ruler. They, their hearts were filled to bursting when they found this holy one. It had frankincense and myrrh and gold and all the finer things, not because they wanted to overload him with wealth, but they wanted to give him their best and say that we know that this is not Herod. We know that this is not a lesser king. This is the king of kings. And this is the world's aha moment. We are, we are this is our Epiphany Sunday. That, that's an aha revelation of the holy, of, of, of the mystique, of the God who's come to earth, the God who's given for all of us to be saved. God's plan a deliberate and holy plan. We have to live under that plan and know that day by day, God has a plan for us and the way we understand that plan and help God unravel that plan is continue to, to, to travel together, to continue to study together, to continue to grow together. Through all that we do, we grow and we learn of this revelation of what comes next, God, what are you, what is the world going to do? The song should praise him. We're here to praise him, to rejoice, to applaud him, and to do his will. And when that happens, we see God's plan unfold. It's God's plan. As the world turned in 2020, there were those who had their plans. There were presidents and, and, and senators. There were, and, and, and congressmen and mayors and all folk who thought they had power, they had their plan. And they weaved and turned and churned their plans to do their will. But guess what? At the end of the day, God says, hey, God says, hey, look, 
You understand this. One of the supreme rulers who thought he was invincible got COVID. The God I serve will never get COVID. God is invincible. We are not. The rulers who change the rules and 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 want to do things, God is still in control and God still has his plan. If God did not, not have a plan, we would not have made it to 2021. If God did not have a plan, we would not have remedies for some of the diseases that we have. God's plan unfolds. And it's in God's own time. You know, you he might not come when you want him, but God is always on time. You can't hurry God. Just trust and walk with him. Just trust and talk with him, just trust and believe. And every day you will get a witness of God's plan unfolding. When they said that the government would not give money for food stamps, when they said the government would not give money for rent assistance, guess what? People in the trenches stepped up and people with resources started giving what they had and people who didn't have resources started giving what they had because they were following God's plan to say, I will not go to a, to a, to a to a food bank and watch people starve. I'll, I'll fill my truck up with stuff to take. I won't just go to look and see how pitiful people are. I'm going to give what I have to give. I'm going to work to make sure my neighbors uh, fill up the food banks. I'm going to make sure my neighbors give warm clothes. I'm going to make sure that things happen because I am part of God's plan. And no matter what you say, God's plan is still going to unfold day by day, moment by moment, because we love him. And when we love him and his plan unfolds, you can't snatch my joy from me. You can tell me I've got COVID and I'll say, yes, Lord, you're with me still. You can tell me I've got heart disease and I'll say, yes, Lord, you're with me still. You'll tell me that I'll have a month to live, but I'll say, yes, Lord, I'm with you still. You can tell me that all I have is, is, is blown away with a tornado or, or cast down by fire. And I'll say to you, God still has my soul. God still has me. I'm still going to praise him. I'm still going to say, yes, Lord. I'm still going to rejoice. I'm still not going to turn back. I am going to travel with the Lord who gave all for me. Unfold your plan, Lord. And let us keep praising you. Unfold your plan, Lord, and let us keep shouting. Unfold your plan, Lord, and let us walk together. Children, don't get weary. Unfold your plan, Lord, as, as Reverend Jones gives us words of wisdom. Unfold your plan, Lord, as our liturgists lead us. Unfold your plan, Lord, as the least sings to us. Unfold your plan, Lord, as everything happens that justifies our existence. Unfold your plan, Lord, because nobody, nobody can take that plan away. Unfold your plan, Lord, because we are the holy. Unfold your plan, Lord, because we're not going anywhere. Unfold your plan, Lord, because we love you. We know that we belong to you. Unfold your plan, Lord, this day. Because we, we're marching into 2021. We're marching with belief and faith that it's going to get better. We're marching with belief and faith in faith that says the devil can't turn us around. We're marching with belief and faith saying, I got hope. We're marching with belief and belief and faith that our children are going to be okay. We're marching with belief and faith that God's got this. I trust you, God. You got this. Stay with me, Lord. Stay with me. Lord, stop by here. Stay with me. Lord, help me see your plan unfold. Lord, we need you more than ever right now. Lord, we desperately need you. Watch it unfold. When you got a, when you got a plan that's holy, a plan that has been authorized by God. 
the year was 1975. You know, in sports, anybody can be upset. 1975 was one of the greatest upsets in history. 1975, for those who know anything about tennis, you know, the Wimbledon tennis is played in England. You know, it's one of the major tournaments. 1975, an arrogant 22-year-old Jimmy Connors, who is brash, and, 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 and the way he treated the sport was not with honor, but with this arrogance. He is playing an older hero, Arthur Ashe. Arthur's 10 years older. Arthur's coming to the end of his career. And all of Arthur's friends are just, some of them didn't even go because they didn't want to see Arthur embarrassed by Jimmy Connors. The money that was bet on Connors winning but it just could build a whole new world. But Arthur, a spiritual person, Arthur was calm and at peace. Arthur was talking to God. And Arthur said, just wanted to honor his Lord and Savior. Whether he won or he lost, Arthur just came as a warrior to give his best. And Arthur, you can see the count, the, the, the calm on his, in his presence. You can see his tactics. Jimmy was fast and rushing. And Arthur slowed it down. And between games, he would put a towel over his head and meditate and get up with the same stern resolve to do what God wanted him to do. He frustrated a person that didn't seem to have a handle on being spiritual. He frustrated this young, brash, great giant of a tennis player. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when Arthur held up that Wilmington trophy, he held it up and you could see that he had the power of belief in his plan, a belief in his plan that he would be, he would prevail, a belief in his plan that no matter what, Anybody said, no matter what the bookie said, no matter what his friends said, no matter what other tennis players said, he knew in his gut level, he knew that if he just traveled with God and unfolded his plan and traveled with God and unfolded his plan, the best would be yet to be. That's what we have to do. No matter what people say about God's plan, we have to embrace it and keep going. When those of us who claim to be atheists say, where is your God? When those of us who claim to not know God say, I've done this on my own, we can look back over our shoulder and look at our legacy and see from whence we come. And we know that we have not done this by ourselves. Because back in the back, you see grandmother and great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother who picked cotton, who clean houses, who, who, who did unthinkable things so we could live. In each generation, as we grew, we see God's plan unfolding and unfolding is God's plan. We know that we have not done this by ourselves. We know that no matter what we achieve, no matter what house we live in, no matter how much money we have in the bank, we know this is God's thing. And we know that God has great expectations of us. And we know that God's plan says, and, and when it's revealed to us, 
it says that there are no highs and lows. We're all the same in God's eyesight. There are no highs and lows. God loves us all, one and all, and don't ever get beyond your raising. I love my mother-in-law. Well, the woman who raised Cynthia was uh, her great aunt, but I love that woman. Uh, there are times when she made me so, she could make me so angry, but I was terrified of her. I was courting Cynthia and I went over there and she had, an, she was a snuff dipper and she had her spit can over there. And I clumsily knocked over that spit can and she started, had the little sadistic grin on her face like, you gotta clean it up. I'm still in therapy for that. But Cynthia had just finished we had been blessed to go to SIU and Cynthia had finished her PhD and we were so proud and, and it was a holy day. And here Cynthia is when I could hear them say, you have just attained the highest, highest level you can go in, in your field. And you know, her mother said, I don't care what you got. You're gonna have to watch some fruit jars on Saturday. The power of that <laughs> to help us realize that no matter what we have, we're still the same. No matter what we have, we don't get too high to do things for our folk. No matter what we have in God's plan, if we just hold on to God's plan, we'll realize that it's still necessary to do some things. It's still necessary to wash fruit jars so your mother can do some canning. It's still necessary to cut the grass for your uncle who's got whose knuckles are just filled with arthritis. In God's plan, it says it ain't, it ain't about us. It is about what we can do for others. In God's plan, it is about how we can make the kingdom better. That manifestation of this is our beginning this year, of our aha, a moment aware that we have the holy in our presence. Now, what do we do with the holy? Do we put the pictures, put Jesus in a book, put him in a shell on the shelf, put him in a trunk, or did we carry him in our heart to say, Lord, I want a journey with you. I want to make the world better with you. And we can dance in the sunlight. Or even when it's storming, Lord, we still trust and believe. When the roof is leaking, we still trust and believe in you. When the call won't start, we still trust and believe you because your plan is unfolding. And it says that each day will get better if we trust in you. The question this morning is, are you trusting in him? And are you ready to journey in 2021? I don't care about your resolutions. We all make them. Gonna get skinny, gonna, you know, gonna be better, gonna get healthy, gonna exercise more, you know, all that stuff we're gonna do. Well, it usually lasts well, a couple of weeks. But we'll always say what we're really gonna do, our New Year's resolution is to be the Christian that we need to be be the Christian that God calls us to be, to be the Christian that's not sitting around looking for excuses. I can tell you, I got tons of friends and family members who, who got plenty of excuses for not serving and doing what they're gonna do. You know, I ain't got the money to do that. I ain't got the time, I ain't got, but what if you did not have your God? You ought to serve him just out of this gratefulness. Lord, I can't make it with you. I'm dealing with COVID. I can't do that by myself. I'm dealing with sick children. I can't do that by myself. I'm dealing with an invalid wife. I can't do that myself. I'm dealing with all times. I'm dealing with so many things. 
And Lord, if the, the pressure is so great, but you are with me, you journey with me. And I see you through my friends who come over and give me a break when, when I'm tired. I see you with my friends who just send me a card of, of support every now and I see you, Lord, and people who just call me to check on me. I see, see you, Lord, when people just stop to, to say something nice in the store, in the barber shop. I see you, Lord. I see God true plan unfolding. And as we prepare to take this Holy Communion, know that this plan is something we can embrace. Know this is a plan that won't hurt you, it'll help you. Know this is a plan that you join in with an almighty God. Know that this is a plan that says love is the answer. Know this is a plan that says even when you're at your lowest and your most rotten self, you still got somebody to love you. Even when your closet is overrun with skeletons, you still got somebody to love you. Even when you lie and you ain't got to lie, there's somebody to love you. Even when you betray your friends, even no matter what you do, God is not going to stop loving you. He wants you to stop that nonsense, stop that behavior, but he ain't going to stop loving you. Isn't it amazing? No, we can't, we can't stop God from loving you. Jesus does love us, and there is nothing we can do about it. So as you and I journey on, and God's plan unfolds this year, and as we give thanks to God for a vaccine, we give thanks to God for more honorable politicians, we give thanks to God for people who are hungry to serve you, we give thanks to God for, for, for generous Christians, we give thanks to God for people who don't just don't talk it, they walk it. We give thanks to God that we know the plan is unfolding and we just got to meditate. We just got to pray. We just got to believe. And when our belief gets short, we just got to continue to say, Lord, help my unbelief. Lord, help my unbelief. Lord, help my unbelief. So Reverend Jones will soon lead us in Holy Communion. And I give thanks to God I'm on one of my glory sightings as always, Reverend Jones and his family, who are so supportive of the kingdom building. Let us pray. Almighty God, your plan is unfolding. And there are those who are hearing us on Facebook, Lord, who may have felt the tugging in their hearts to join you. Uh, we hope and pray they'll respond by just being in contact with us as we desire to lead and guide them into a new beginning. And there will be those who will be with us after Facebook time who feel the need, who may feel the need to say yes to you, Lord. We just offer them that chance. And for the Meriwether family, God has gone so much, so much with the COVID situation and all families that deal with COVID. Let them know, let all of us know, God, that you got this. Uh, their faith will sustain them. Our faith will sustain us to go, God, because you, you have, we've seen you, we trust you. And we ask the church and all the church universal to pray for all those who are suffering, oh God, and claim victory in your name because we don't know where any other place to claim it. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.